You did well at the barn. Now I need something more. Eyes and ears inside their walls. The kind of man they'll trust. Practical. Loyal. Smart. My daughter will know you. This is Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me Podcast. This is episode 165. Yes, it is. 165. That's like, I don't know, not really relevant, but go no, ahead. It's, I think it's more relevant that is the um, mid-season finale. Totally. Yes, absolutely. And what absolutely. a great mid-season finale it was. We will talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Scott? We'll get into that in a minute. How, how are you doing, man? You ready for Thanksgiving? I am ready for Thanksgiving. I, um, yeah, I'm ready to, we're heading out to Portland to visit our brother Steve, and, uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. I haven't Good. been out to Portland in quite a few years. I think, I think the last time we were out there, Stu, is, was their wedding in, uh, when we went up to Hood and so oh, forth. right, yeah, Mount Hood. Yeah, Mount right. Hood. Yeah. Yeah. And well, Bend guys, and so forth. You guys Sun have River. fun out there. Yes, we will. We'll be heading to, heading your way to North Carolina. Yes, you will. And you guys have fun with that. <laughs> oh, we will. We will, definitely. <laughs> we'll be with all the parents. Exactly, and I'm going to be on the other side of the country. I know, I think you're getting it off. Getting it off. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, getting yeah. It, you're getting off easier than we are. <laughs> could, be, could be doing that, too. <laughs> hey, leave a key under your doormat just in case I need a place to hide out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know where the key is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't blame you. Yes, our house is not very far away, so just come running if you need. All right, I will. I will. I will. We will. <laughs> so, what are you drinking, Scott? What do you? What am I drinking? It's called Good Night. Oh yeah, from Oscar Blues. Exactly. It's an Imperial Red IPA. Yep. And it is an ass kicker. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Oh my God! Hey, Eight point seven. Yes, we had those. Before. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an eight point seven. I'm probably not going to make it through the whole podcast. Um, <laughs> Just don't drink I, multiple ones. I, I I've already forgotten what I was going to talk about tonight. Uh-oh. <laughs> what are we doing, preacher tonight? Yes. Um, uh, yes. yes. No, it's a, it's a good beer, but man, that alcohol just bombs in your mouth. It's like I took a shot. Um, yeah, a very, very malty IPA. Uh-huh. It's, it's not my favorite. I'm not big on, on red IPAs that my red ales, I should say. Yeah. But, um, on, yeah, it's going to give me some jibber jabber later. On top of that, it's strong. Yes. Yes. Oh boy, that's smooth. <laughs> Says it's a cannibalist satisfier. So, uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? Well, in honor of us going into Thanksgiving as well as us going into our hiatus from The Walking Dead, I got two different beers for us. Wow. I know. Double-fisted. And that's the excitement of all that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, actually, um, the one was from Three Taverns Brewery, which you're familiar with, which did the Night on Ponce. Yep. And this is one I talked about before that I was going to get, and I finally got. Uh Uh-huh. The Cranberry Sauce Sour Ale. Oh my! Yes. Oh God! It's 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 good. It's definitely cranberry sauce. Can I try it? Sour and got a little bit of spice to it. My eyes are weeping just thinking about it right now. That's actually pretty good. It is pretty good. That's a that would be good with turkey. You know it my, my yeah cool can Enchanted. you know you know my problem with it is that I like to drink beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> that does not qualify? That doesn't qualify. <laughs> Jesus. This is from their uh, Sour Asylum ser- series. Yeah, well, it would need to be Asylum. And I'll, I... I'll save one for you, buddy. Oh, yeah, okay, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I have one from Pontoon Brewery called the uh, called Crushing Waves, and it's a Berliner Weiss with tart cherries and pineapple. Cool. And it's sour. It sounds <laughs> sounds like it. But it's pretty good. And Pontoon's right across the river from us. Right yep. across the river from our house. That's cool. That's cool. So you guys got some really girly beers over there. They're not girly. They're not Sour's girly. not girly. That's nah, pretty pretty girly. I like it. You got to drink a man's beer. This one will put Stoop. hair on your chest. <laughs> they make you pucker. It really will. It really cranberry will. hairs. Cranberry hairs. <laughs> Sounds gross. Yeah, did you see that um, our brother Sean sent us an article about the top beers of the 2010s? Mm-hmm. Kim did not see it. Southern Comfort was one of the top no, ones. not Southern Comfort. What? That's liquor. I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what is creature, it? Creature Comforts. Creature Comforts. Thank yes, you. Out of Athens. Yes. Was on there. And uh, Burial mm-hmm. Brewing out of uh, Asheville. Asheville. As yep. well as Wicked Wick- Weed out of Asheville. Wicked Weed, yep. Uh, wow. And then Westbrook, which is out of uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. I and, that one. Yeah, so there was a bunch that were in there. Yeah, we got um, well the, represented. I, I think, think there, there was a problem from West Coast. There was a lot from the East Coast. Yes. Surprised. That's yes. awesome. Mm-hmm. Out of Maine, and Yay, there's us. like three different Maine b- breweries, and so we, yeah, we got to, I think we have a good selection in the in the region. Representing, representing. Yes, we're in we like are. the sweet spot for breweries. We're surrounded by them. In North Carolina, we now have three hundred and fifty different breweries. Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Wow, we got some work to do. Three hundred and fifty breweries. That's yeah. like every guy's got a garage. All right. Ready. It's the big mid-season finale, so we're going to cover The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 8, The World Before. So, what did you guys think of the episode? Stu? Uh, this, this one was a bit slower to me, especially, I, I, th- I don't, I, the episode was good, but I think um, coming into the mid-season finale, I was hoping for like a big bang thing to happen. Uh, the episode itself, on its own, was pretty good. Um, I mean, there was a lot of uh, development. I, th- I, I liked the fact that they started out going ahead and giving us the understanding of what was um, happening with Dante yeah. and how he was the mole. Right. Um, right. Instead of that being like little snippets of clues that were coming out, they just yeah. kind of laid it all out at the very beginning. Well, which I, I think at was this great. point they kind of had to. I mean, you took what I said. You stole what I was going to say. Okay. Well, anyways, um, you could have gone first. <laughs> but no, I, I enjoyed that part. I, I did think that um, there were some questionable decisions throughout the episode mm-hmm. um, with, uh, you know, Luke making them stop to go to the library or um, right. Michonne was trusting Virgil to go out to this island. She's stupid. Pretty easily. And then um, all of them following Alpha into the dark enclosed space and then they get trapped <laughs> in the cave like what the fuck was that about mm. but it ended up leading to i mean their adventurous kind of side of that was that it ended up leading them into probably more interesting storyline for the next half of the season so maybe we'll see um but uh there's you know they kind of left a literal cliffhanger yeah. <laughs> with yeah. them stuck in the cave at the end so i enjoyed the episode but it was kind of slow um, mm-hmm. and, uh, it was an hour and a half long too, so they could have probably condensed it down to an hour and been okay. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they got a, they got a lot done in the episode. They, they covered a lot of ground. I actually thought, uh, the period up towards the end there, they really built the tension very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that there was a couple times there where I was like, Oh crap! Carol's about to get it, or <laughs> Daryl's about to get it. You know, yeah. I really thought that those things were going to happen. I thought that the cliffhanger was a, a downer. I mean, it was disappointing. I I was really I was excited about what was coming, and then you're just going to lead people through the rabbit hole, and you end up in a cave. I don't I, like I don't like that transition, but no. I like the I I, I think the. Um, possibilities of what could happen there could be interesting. 
Eh, I, I, I don't. I mean, that just doesn't. That doesn't. I was much more interested in what was going to happen with Carol and Daryl and them in the woods than just following her into that hole into a trap. I mean, you know, not only that. I mean, you're talking about, you know. Daryl goes in way behind everybody else and he doesn't hear anybody else. Yeah, I know. That, that was the weird part. You know, I mean, they all just kind of went single file into this hole. <laughs> well, the, I, actually, even more was the weird part where he, when he finally did fall after they had gone yeah. so far ahead, they all got up at the same time. Yeah, right, right. It was like none of them had, like, looked around yet either. So It was just, it was such a canned uh, cliffhanger. I mean, I was just like, oh, they fell into the trap. I mean, just throw a net over them. That would have been just fine. You know, throw a net over them and have them dangling from a tree. I Yeah, I thought that the cliffhanger was very disappointing compared to the story that built towards it. I really thought that there was a lot of interesting stuff going on in the episode, to tell you the truth. I, I actually really liked the episode. Okay, good. Um, I, uh, I was, yeah, I mean, I loved Father Gabriel in this one. I thought his part was fantastic. Um, actually, Rosita did a good job in this episode. I I agree with you. I thought the little pop over to the library was a little lame. Didn't make a whole lot of sense, especially when you're thinking that everybody's in dire straits and they're racing to go take to help people with stuff and so forth, and they just stop to pick up some books. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then once they got in there, it didn't even seem like they had a real objective. When they're no. in, oh, I'm going to look around and see if they're going to browse. They were in a Barnes and Noble. They were yeah. going to browse. I thought Judith was great in this, her character with Michonne. I'm intrigued by what weapons are out there in this in the uh, on the island mm-hmm. that Michonne's going after. I agree with you, Kim. I think it was a little strange that Michonne just. Uh, trusted this guy? Trusted this guy out of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> and went by know. herself? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just... Uh, it was, Sounds it, like a good out for Denai Guerrero. He agreed with <laughs> yeah. you, and you hadn't even said anything yet. Well, he's been agreeing with me on a lot of stuff lately. <laughs> well, how about that? How about that? I'm, I'm, I'm clearly jumping ahead, Kim, to agree with you early on. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I, I do agree with you. I thought that the... Uh, Pre-agree. D- that, uh, Stu, I thought that Dante's um, backstory filled in a lot of the holes where I had problems with it from last week. So, So that was good. I don't know if I heard him clicking during any of that, though. Nope. Yes. I was hoping at least him like just do a little nervous click. Did he not when they did the bat when they looked back at it? No, so I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. Well, unlike you guys, I absolutely loved this episode. I thought it was fantastic. I liked the cliffhanger. I like Michonne's story. I like the the beginning with Sadiq. Arising from the dead. Yes, I like that too. That was the great. best scene of the entire episode. Hmm. <clears throat> I liked it all. I thought it was fantastic, and mm-hmm. I am excited, so excited for next week or next not next week for next um, second half of the season. <laughs> Let me ask you, Kim. Why are you excited? I mean, I'm just I'm trying to grasp on what the exciting part is. I'm not saying you're wrong. Just what is it about it that has you excited? I'm excited to see what happens with Michonne. Because okay. I am too. I'm I pretty agree. sure this is her out. Uh, but I want to know how it's going to happen because the place she's heading towards, obviously, we all know is a naval base. So are there more people there? Is it just that guy's family? What, like, what's what's going to be the way she dies? And I'm heartbroken. You think this is actually going to be the death of Michonne? I have a feeling. I think it's going to happen over a few episodes, but yeah, I think so. But I'm heartbroken to think that she might have just said her goodbyes to Judith. Mm. Little shit kicker. Yeah, no, Judith seems to be handling stuff on her own, so it's okay. Well, I know, but still, that's a heartbreaking thing for a mom to die and leave her child behind, and her she's not going to really know what happened to her mom. And then RJ, he like he's totally out of the picture at this point. But I then I don't really consider RJ much more than a teddy bear right now. Right. But then we also <laughs> know that Maggie's coming back at some point next next half of the season. And so Is I'm it excited. next half of the season or next season? No, it's next half. Okay. So I'm excited to see how that happens. And then I just, I'm, I, I, oh, Negan. Like, I want to see what happens with ah, Negan. Yes, forgot about Negan. I do want to see what happens. Negan and the Whispers and how that yeah. unfolds mm-hmm. and how how thick he gets into it. 
just there's so many cool things that are getting ready to happen. Even Gamma, like I want to know what happens with Gamma and Aaron and yeah. how Gamma is going to interact with Alpha now that she knows that Lydia's around and what's going to happen to Lydia. Like there's just so many things. So I'm really excited about the whole next half. Okay. I think All it's right. going to be fantastic. Yeah. There's so, some stuff I, I could sink my teeth in there. That's true. Uh, I also thought it was interesting with the cliff, the, the cave thing. They said on The Talking Dead that... Um, they made the crew, the cast and crew, watch Descent. Did you hear that? Uh, You're not excited about that? The the movie The Descent? Yeah. Yeah. Because that no. scared the crap out of me. Okay. I'm one who's scared to death of Would it be caves. better if we said they made them read the book The Descent? Well, the yeah, book is totally different. <laughs> but yeah, the book was much better. The book was different than the movie, but well, the book wasn't even the same story as the movie. That's two different right. titles with, with two same titles with two different stories. So exactly, whatever. Anyway, but the, my point is, um, <laughs> I am deathly afraid of caves. Nerd. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> so anytime a cave is involved or a dark. Closed mm-hmm. spaces. Yes. Oh yeah. It's gonna scare the shit out of like me. Like a closet. And it, mm-hmm. and then you add a well. You add walkers to the mm-hmm. mix. I guess nobody fell off that ledge when they dropped down there, huh? And miraculously, no. It <laughs> <laughs> made no sense to me at all. There were definitely some hiccups in this episode, <laughs> but for the most part, I liked it. Yeah. So well, good. Good. Yeah. You convinced me on a couple of things to be excited about. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. So Sadiq's entrance into Get, the walk getting world. his growl on. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty cool. So good the way <laughs> she was able to throw the baby into the tub or whatever it was. Yeah, it's like a bathtub. And take care of Dante and take care of Sadiq at the same time. I'll tell you the thing that caught me is is uh, so that starts that stuff started right. Yeah. And then they break back to showing uh, Sadiq on the ground. Yeah. And, and his eyes flickered, and I went, oh, shit, he's not dead. Yeah, exactly. And then I yeah, went, when he oh, started shit, his he's eyes. a walker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, well, you know, um, Dante was getting ready to stab him in the head, too, when yeah. she when she walked in and knocked on the right. door. And then yep. he was speaking, speaking Spanish to her, which, again, was kind of like this other layer of, that like... That was just rude to me. Like, you're an why? asshole. Because he's trying to... To become, to like, friends but, with her. But it yeah. was that other layer of a relation we didn't know if they had, you know? It was like, was, was he just doing that to now gain mm-hmm. her trust? Or is that, like, something that he, you know, he had been speaking well, Spanish to Well, it just shows there, there's, uh, <laughs> there's even more depth to the guy if he's yeah. multilingual. Um, yep. And, you know, Kim, I when we were talking last week about Dante, and I was saying I couldn't see him as a... Uh, as a whisper or whatever, you said something that made me rethink it, which was that um, that he was able to use his baser, sadistic side, yeah, by being with them. And I hadn't really thought about it that way. And so the more I thought about it, I said, "Yeah, okay, so maybe this guy really was just sadistic." And yeah. that's the craziness that's caught got him caught up with the whispers. I did like when he said that the. Uh, the skins don't really stink all that bad. Yes. <laughs> that whole interview, that was awesome. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. But when, but when Rosita. Or even when, like, Daryl's, like, beating the shit out of him. That was awesome. That was yes. <laughs> No, but when Rosita comes to the door, like, that, that whole intro to that scene was just, like, I was on the edge of my seat, scared as hell, like, what's getting ready to happen? Is he going to play it off? I really, I just really like the way that entire scene unfolded. And um, are you hearing all this? I'm just watching the microphone going. <laughs> yeah, he's bacon is playing with a ball under the table. Of all they places, all he's places. Be. Yes. Um, he's got a little rubber ball, and he is like a tiny the time rubber of his ball. Life. Yeah, and he is. I feel like your guys are in an earthquake. <laughs> he's so hyper tonight. We were scared to leave him upstairs. We told you that. Well, don't give him candy anymore, damn it. On all the cords. God, he's ridiculous. Anyways, the whole way, the entire way that that scene unfolded, I thought was just really well done. And I really like that they explained the the Dante storyline, the background of it, 
right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no questions lingering. We got right. it all. I said that. I know you did, but I'm backing you up. Because that's what I said <laughs> when I was watching it with you. And you took it from me. But um, I, I'm just glad they didn't make it last over yeah. the, the break. Yeah, I mean, they right. I mean... Look, well, and, and they also added in that little part where we were like, well, how do they not know him? Oh, right. right. They yeah. answered all yes. of our questions. And Alpha's right. like, and that's where I'm going to put yeah. you in because Lydia does not know you. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's why when when you say that they got it over with quick, they kind of needed to. I think there was a lot of viewers like us going, yeah. OK, what, you know, what's the deal with this guy? This doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, OK, they made sense. Yeah. All right. So, awesome job. So we, they caught us up, and, and we got level with Dante. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Father Gabriel, Father Gabriel, wow, he <laughs> he amazed me tonight because he is a totally different person now from that meek guy that we met at the beginning yep. to the fact that he is stabbing the shit out of that guy's neck. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, the first surprise and taking is that, it out on him. that he, he trusts him like Negan and he goes into the cell. He opens yeah. the cell and even right. Dante's like kind of confused as the, to the fact that this guy's coming in the cell with me. Right. Because um, Dante could take him easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> and then to turn it on the fact well, that and he starts talking about the fact that he's been inconsistent in his courage. Yeah. In the past. Uh, yeah, so, right. I mean, so Dante's got to be thinking, you know, what's this guy's game? But then yeah. he's talking about second chances. And yeah. he's not talking about Dante's second chance. He's no. talking about his second chance. Exactly. To Good prove point. himself to get rid of this guy. Good point. Yep. Yep. And then he takes him out, which is just like, whoa! You which know, I you know, still don't know how I feel about that, honestly. I don't know how I feel about Gabe crossing I, that line. I felt like, you know something? Here, Here's the thing. I... It's actually my hit. I'll bring it up later again. But it was my hit because I thought it was one of the first real relatable reactions I've seen to something on that show in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. A guy thrown into that position with this, screw it, kill the guy. There's there's no reason to play head games with him or anything like that. This guy screwed with you, screwed with a friend of yours and your girlfriend and the hell with it. You're done. He's yeah. basically avoiding everything that happened with Negan. I mean, think mm-hmm. of what, how the story would have changed if they had just gone ahead and killed Negan at right. the very beginning of his yeah. this incarceration. Is where, this is where the primal uh, instincts just kind of took over. And he just right. But I think he was also, he was probably channeling a little bit of his, uh, wasn't, was he around when the, the other crazy guy was in there? Uh, Whisper? Yeah. Yeah, they got poisoned? Yeah. Yeah, right. So he saw that, and he saw just how the lunatic that guy was, and he was just kind of like, we're, we're not playing this again. Because mm-hmm. well, Dante started talking about some pretty crazy shit. And mm-hmm. I thought about that when he was actually, when he did kill him, I was like, oh, well, does this guy have more information? Dante. Oh, Dante, yeah. Yeah, but at the same I time. I think he just was kind of like, no, I don't care. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't have not, anything relevant. It's just crazy town. You're not getting any more people. out of him. Yeah. No, he just, he lost his temper. And it was very relatable. The one thing that did surprise me after (laughs) that. It was. Yeah. The one thing that surprised me after all that did happen was um, the fact that they weren't combing their own people to see if there was someone else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they never went through. And and, I mean, they they, when they went to Oceanside and Mm -hmm. Michonne and them had found out about everything that happened with Dante. Uh, right. Then they Sadiq. started talking about it. Yeah, everybody was a suspect, or well, the random people were a sub- suspect, but they didn't go yeah, through. Yeah, she's like, who came in late, late, lately, and stuff like that. Yeah, they but didn't they question the people that he came in with. Yeah, but they didn't seem, yeah, exactly. They didn't seem stressed out yeah. at, at Alexandria to, like, see if there were more of these people that were in there. Right. Man, and he did assimilate pretty easily, too. He's mm-hmm. just a head case, man. But he did tell them that those people found him and saved him. Yeah, but how can they believe anything that he says? No, no, I know that. But, I mean, th- they probably are suspicious of everybody. Now. I did think it was funny when he actually did, like, he was leading walkers, and then all of a sudden he took the mask oh, off. Oh, right. And he was like, yeah. oh, help, help. And I then, know, like, those exactly. people came in with knives and started helping him, and he walked behind them, and he was like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, like, it was like, oh, how did I survive this long? Like, I don't, exactly. I'm not going to help you, but thanks for helping me. And he was almost like, 
kind of holding his leg like he had a fake injury. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he was a good actor. So I'm going to miss him. I am too. He was really good. And then did you see him on The Talking Dead? Yeah. I say, I watched for about the first 15 minutes. His, his explanation. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was very articulate and very well. I uh, texted you that detailed. while he was talking. I said, this guy is pretty damn deep and integrated. I mean, yeah. he's he's a very interesting fella. He's, he definitely broke down his character better than I've heard many of those uh, actors break it down. Totally agree. Yeah, it, the detail to which he went through and like, uh, you know, he, he said he went through all the old comic books and then, um, you know, who is it? <laughs> Nicotero took him N- out yeah, afterwards. Nicotero took him for a walk and said, yeah, you can throw all that shit away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everybody by the by mid-season is going to hate you. Which he said was actually freeing because he was like, I yeah. don't have to deal with just what this character is. I can make it what I want it to be. Right. Um, right. Yeah, no, that you was a good job. I think... Um, that was probably one of the um, best times spent with for me at yeah. watching like one of those Talking Dead's in a yeah. long time. Usually, yeah. to an actor talk about his craft. Yeah, because yeah. usually these things are just like a waste like, of time. So, where do you see Michonne's character going? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Guess you'll have to watch some more episodes yeah, to find exactly. out. Well, thanks. That's really helpful. I'm glad <laughs> I spent this last half hour listening to this bullshit. All right. <laughs> But no, I I thought let's give a fake Walker head to somebody. Yeah, everybody gets one. (laughs) Um, But so I, I, yeah, I thought that that his uh, explanation for how he developed the character and so forth was really good. I also felt like he was one of the few guys I've seen actors who seem to be perfectly content with the fact that he's off the show now. You know, he he, it was it was he had completed what he wanted to do on the show. The story arc was over. Yeah. And he didn't. And he seemed like a good guy too. <laughs> yeah, I know. He might have been acting. He might have been. Yeah, okay. he might have been. <laughs> he might have been really sad. Yeah, I'm gonna. I am gonna miss his character. I thought the the Father Gabriel part killing him was was fantastic. But I am gonna miss Dante. I am too. I am too. So, did you just throw that to him? It's a dog toy. That's the second one he's gonna rip up. That's the third one actually that he's gonna rip up. Okay. That's well, okay. that's kind of why you have dog toys. Then you throw them away, and then you have one less thing around the house. <laughs> oh, my God. So the other interesting storyline that I really want to talk about is Oceanside and everything yeah. that happened there. First of all, little ass kicker. <laughs> Kick some fucking ass. Hey, she... we got to see Jerry again. Oh, we did get to see Jerry. Oh, yeah. He gave a big hug. I forgot yeah. about Jerry. Actually, but... I thought that was funny when they had those groups coming together and Daryl walked past everybody. Yeah. And Jerry was going in and giving hugs to people, but Daryl just kind of yeah, kept going. Yes, I noticed that too. He didn't give a hug to anybody. Cause, no. Because Daryl's all, hey, I'm on my own. He was doing that hey thing hey, a lot. Hey. Yeah, but he still had, he still had, you know, even his, oh, his good comment lines. to Carol. Yeah, even his comment to Carol about, you know, hey, you know, if you're not going to tell anybody, exactly. you hey. should at least be telling me. Hey. And, yes. and, uh, you know, it was pretty. That was a. It was well done. It was a good. It was a good mm-hmm. way of putting it. But so this is not Oceanside anymore. But <laughs> so oh. <laughs> um, when the two of them were talking, did you not think that somebody was going to come up behind Carol or Daryl and stab the shit out of them? Oh, totally. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought Carol was was going to be done for. I thought she was going to get like totally an arrow convinced. in the head or something like yep. that. Yep, that's exactly what I thought. I thought about what's her name on the railroad tracks. Oh, uh, yeah, Denise, Dr. Denise. Denise, yeah, Dr. Denise. That's exactly what I thought about Stuart when mm-hmm. I was watching that scene. I expected all of a sudden, okay, we've already done the arrow to the head, but something like that was coming. And, yeah. and I would have been thrilled with it. I would have been like, oh, now that's catching me off guard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not walking him into a cave. Yeah, I'm not sure they had anything like that, actually, in this episode. Did no, they? they didn't. That was yes. That's what I'm saying. It was yes. a letdown. Father Gabriel killing him? You don't uh, think that was a holy shit moment? Um, Father Gabriel is so... It was pretty was, Maybe holy shit, I'm like, glad he did that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because but that still, feels natural. He doesn't but, let his anger show like that, ever. Yeah, but I mean, I was... Yeah, but I was talking about a like a real pivotal moment. Um, I think that's a pivotal moment. Well... It's a moment. Losing, well, losing a main character. I mean, mm-hmm. even when... Oh, what's his face? Uh, Rosita was talking to him, and he's like, look. 
<laughs> I've got my own shit going on and yeah, I can't deal with you dick. right now. Yeah. Right. I was like, fuck you, asshole. Listen to her. <laughs> But I still think that was, I think, I think he had his moment in this episode. But I digress. Yeah. We were talking about Carol and Daryl. Yeah. And so, the arrow that never came. The arrow that never came. But that was the start of me being like on the edge of my seat. Like, holy yes. shit, something bad is going to happen on I this agree. show. So. But I, let me ask you this too. Isn't it, I mean, how is Alpha keeping her people under heel when she's out in the woods trailing people all the time? <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, yeah, I guess that's why she has. Beta, Beta is yeah. like like the babysitter, staying behind, watching everybody, okay. keeping track on everybody. But she just walks around like a little deer everywhere, just checking out her territory. <laughs> She's the way got she incredible. Prances. She's got incredible timing. She does. She does. But that was really cool when Carol's like, "Hold up, I'm gonna stay behind. You guys go ahead." Mm-hmm. Like at that moment, I'm not even sure she saw Beta or Alpha yet. I think she, it was after she said that that she saw Alpha. Yeah, well, she saw something. Yeah. She it saw was, something that got, got her attention. Right. She was like, it was like some sort of energy in the air where she's like, something, something's out yeah, I here. Think, I think she saw something out across the clearing. She saw a person probably, but she mm-hmm. wasn't, she didn't know it was Alpha per se. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's not like Alpha wanted to be seen. No. And then chased. Yeah, mm-hmm. but did you see into that little smile on Alpha's <laughs> face when she started running into the woods? Yes. And getting yes. chased oh, by Carol? She's like, of course. hell yeah, bring it, bitch. I'll tell you this. I didn't realize Carol is runs like such an old lady as she does. And <laughs> I was watching that. She was having some serious, serious problems going down into the creek bed. Aw. <laughs> I was Carol. like, oh, my God, somebody give her a walker. All right. Ah, but I'm bummed. Walker, get it. Hey. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I killed me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I, I was kind of chuckling because here we are talking about Carol, who's like always like out living off the land and all this kind of stuff. And <laughs> she looked pretty frail. <laughs> so since we're talking about Carol and Alpha and all yes. those guys, um, the whole cave scene, I, I haven't touched too much on it. You guys did, but... I thought it was cool that they went in the cave, but I think they executed it all wrong. Yeah, it was it was kind of like Goonies, cheesy. It was like Goonies. <laughs> well, it looked like it looked like one of those. Uh, you know, the tunnel was so blatant; it looked like an amusement ride. You yeah, know, like Pirates of the I, Caribbean. It, yeah, exactly. Come, come, follow me. You know, it's like she's looking back, like waving. Come on, come on, come follow me into this deep, dark tunnel. I just can't believe. That the echoes of the walkers would not have hit them. Anything. Yeah, like, yeah, like no one yeah. would have heard. Or the smell. Yeah. I mean, no one would hear somebody laying down there going, oh, shit. Right. I just oh, they were down. still laying down by when Daryl went down there, though. They hadn't recovered yet. <laughs> and Daryl took at least three, four minutes to get there. Maybe they were taking like a ten-minute nap. Yeah, exactly. They had fallen. No one says, Daryl, watch out. No, it, yeah, I think, again, I, I think it's set up to be something interesting. Yes, the, I think Kim's right. The execution was poor, very poor. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that Daryl, I mean, Daryl and Carol, mm-hmm. neither of them, for what we're supposed to believe at how good they are at hunting and tracking yeah, people, yeah. would have gone down in there in the first place. And he exactly. even hesitated before he went in, like, yeah. I don't know, something seems weird, but he uh, still went in. Yeah, I don't know about this man-made fence with ivy all over it. That's a big hole in the. I should probably go in there, though. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing suspicious here, folks. No, Move but along. I mean, they go into dark places all the time that were. I guess they feel they can make their way out of. But I don't know, man. All those yeah, people going in there with, bad. and there was no sound. Yeah, that's something just impossible to me. Right. I mean, wouldn't you at least yell or be like, "Hey." I know. Oh, Daryl, don't look come out. here. You guys okay? Or? Yeah. Yeah. That's what so, I'm saying. Someone would hit that damn ledge and go, oh, shit. Should I come in there after you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Are there hundreds of walkers in there? Possibly. What's all that moaning? And then the second stupid move, of course, <laughs> is Michonne, which leads us back to Oceanside. This whole Virgil guy, like, I don't buy his story, I don't think. And really? You don't trust him? I, I don't know. I'm just thinking something's weird here. See, I, never, I didn't get that feeling from him at all. I didn't get the feeling that we shouldn't trust him. I didn't either. And, and, and Kim, I kind of, 
I, I know what you're saying about this will be the end of Michonne, blah, blah, blah. I kind of feel like Michonne's going to come back from, from there with whatever weapons that yeah. she's going to take to the Whispers, and that's going to be her end. Like maybe die in the war with the Whispers? Yeah, something like that. I that don't. Nice. I, I don't think that... I mean, I have this no is, idea. This is a good, this no is a good thing for them. I mean, that's, right. how, that's how I felt it. I was like, oh, well... Okay, now they have an opportunity. That's it. It's just mm-hmm. bad decisions, I didn't think he was though. A bad, guy. bad decisions on her part. Like why? Well, bad decisions on his part. Why well, yeah. in the hell would he tell them where his family is? Well, yeah, and he even said beforehand, like I can't tell you. I mean, that. Here's a woman sticking a sword in his face, and he starts. He just gives up where, what island his family is on. I just feel like Michonne is usually more careful than this. Do you and think that he's to, just given that information up too early and that's why you can't trust him? Like maybe he's like set up to say that, all that stuff and, and actually he's leading Michonne into a bad place and he's going to steal her dreads? I don't know. I just think... Steal her dreads? Is that what you said? Yes. No. I just think getting in a boat by yourself with a stranger and crossing a spans of a span of water... Yeah, it's they just were out never there. a good idea. Yeah, they were, they were yeah, way was, out there. That was surprising to see that they were. But you, and I, I mean, don't you're see seeing the show as so being a real, uh, a real good boat swimmer. person. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But, like, even if he doesn't do something to her, mm-hmm. even like a wave could hit the boat mm. and they could topple over, you know, sharks. Well, could be she's out there. assuming great this guy can whale. run a boat. Doesn't matter if you can ride the white a boat. Whale. Stop it. <laughs> Rogue waves are everywhere, so I just think there's there's, yeah, there's I mean, other I think elements. She, she was kind of feeling this other guy could handle the boat. There's other elements that could be at play here, Big and I think dude. having somebody else from her side with her would have been a good idea. That's all I'm that saying. I, that I could agree with. Yeah, I don't know why she felt a need to go alone. That right. might be a large sense. squid that's threatened by her hair. Now let me. <laughs> Lord, <I'm laughs> exactly. Um, but but let me ask you this though. Didn't uh, I? I only want. I didn't get a chance to watch it back a second time. Didn't he say it would only be her that he would show it to though? Yes. Yeah, he yeah. did. Okay, so he he put the right. So he put the standard out there. It could only be one person. Yeah, and that's when you get another boat that lags behind and sneaks up on him. And she didn't. Well, that's just. Him. She didn't no, see, him that's just there. mean. That's just mean. That's safety. Know. That's safety. No, that's just mean, Kim. No. Well, then I mean, again. once once he brought down her guard with the Rick quote, or yes. at least the thing that was oh, close to the Rick yeah. quote, then she was like, oh, you know, I trust you. I know. Exactly. You sound like my husband. I had to so. use my mercy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like, oh, mercy. Oh, you're a good guy. I was going to slice your head off, but okay. But, oh, but you're a pal. Let's go for a boat ride. Have a dried fish. <laughs> they had enough of them, didn't they? They did. Well, see, my other question too, though, is how's that little boat going to get that artillery over? Well, we don't know. We don't well, know that, what they well, have. And that was the weird thing that she said, though. She <laughs> said, um, "I'm going to get over there, and then I got to try and figure out how to get the weapons back." It's like, yeah, why don't you bring mm-hmm. like a boat over that might be big? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then try and figure out how to get back. Bring maybe. two, maybe. So, so maybe she was just going out there to scope out the situation. Reconnaissance, I mean, or she, yeah. She doesn't know if if his big artillery is a howitzer or if it's germ warfare. You know, I like this, this discussion. Big artillery. Yes. What kind of artillery you got out there, buddy? <laughs> how about I bring my own artillery? <laughs> dun, dun. Not sure if I can set that off. You know, I I was just thinking that it's probably a good time to take a break. I knew that would lead to a break. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. All right, we'll be back in a minute. We're back. Hey, uh, you know, one character we didn't touch on much on as we yacked along was Gamma. 
and what Gamma's got going on with Aaron. So Gamma's kind of bouncing around whether Gamma is still with the Whispers and not with the Whispers. You know, I mean, it's just... She's she's kind of like Lydia. I mean, there's just I, I don't know which way she's going right now. Well, I think well, the she truth went, is hitting her in the face. Yeah, she's going through that shock of uh, okay, uh, letting her own sister die, um, mainly because she thought Lydia was killed by yeah, Alpha. That Alpha had already sacrificed her daughter. Yeah, right. Alpha hasn't sacrificed anything, and then that's um, how her sister was lost. So she feels like okay, here's my last bit of family left. That uh, Aaron might know, and I, I, I actually like that interaction because Aaron surprisingly was like, "Why the hell would we let you see right. the baby after you left it for dead?" Yeah, that's true. Exactly. It was, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily a it was just an honest answer. You know, it was mm-hmm. like I mean that mm-hmm. yeah that's the way you, he should have answered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. But it, but it was well done. I thought I, I mm-hmm. liked that interaction at least. Yeah, we actually saw Gamma take off her headgear, and we um, learned her name was Mary. Yes, so we're starting there. to get her backstory. So I think that's good because then she's becoming more of a person to us. She was she was a banker out of Boston. Um, Is that what she said? No. I just okay, I was going to say, did I miss that I part? Just made that up. No, she was country girl, right? I thought she said something about being on a farm or something. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe. But through that interaction, <laughs> then, then Aaron lear- learns that the horde is supposed to be someplace, yeah, oh, which right. it is not. Yes. So, so Mary led yes. them astray. Right, but but mm-hmm. Aaron's like I, you know, I, I trusted her, and he he's actually even trying to stand up for himself a little bit. Like I, you know, I mean, I don't think she was lying. Something happened where they right. moved it because right uh, when they finally got to the place, everybody's like, "Oh, Daryl was like, what the hell, man?" Exactly. Which, you don't blame him. Oh yeah, and they're going to fight all these walkers. Well, Daryl was. I mean, Daryl was reluctant to go there anyway because you could even see him when he was hesitating across, you know, the poles. That, that formed the barrier. Um, Daryl right. wasn't real thrilled with the idea of going across there, so he kind of lingered when everybody else went ahead. Yeah. Right. Um, but do you think that, that Gamma's <clears throat> loyalties are shattered now with, with Alpha? I like, do you think I that she know. told Alpha that she told them about the Horde's location? Well, I think the other question is, I mean, do you think that they're being watched this entire time? Oh, I totally think they're being watched. Yeah, but I mean, but... She also could have been part of the plan. Mm-hmm. She could have purposely told them to go there mm. so that Alpha could uh, lead them on their merry chase. Or Alpha told her that's where she was putting them there to yeah to screw with uh, to screw with Gamma because she doesn't trust Gamma. Oh uh, yeah, you know, like well, there's that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her, like, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. Right, there's a lot of ways this could go. That's a good point, and we don't know. So mm. something intriguing to think about. In a Scott, character I wasn't that intrigued in. Scott, I thought you knew everything. No, I do not. Optimum not speed of a gazelle is 57.5 miles per hour. I do know that. Enough of this stuff about Gamma. Why don't you all stop talking about that? <laughs> let's Crazy stop crap. talking about it. Enough of Gamma already. Now, let's move on to our hit or miss segment. As usual, ladies first. Kim, what was your hit? My hit was Sadiq waking up as a zombie. That was pretty cool. Because his eyes were a little bit milky, but it, it, for a split second, I was like, oh my gosh, Sadiq is alive. And he's not. Mm. It was sad. But wah, it, it was wah, just really... <laughs> it was really cool, though. And, mm-hmm. and, and Rosita was amazing, the way she kicked ass. Okay. Cool. Stu? Mine's kind of like a hit slash miss. Okay. With, like, knives? Sort of. Okay. But it's um, the setup that Luke almost dies, but he didn't actually die. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk uh, about the yeah. library. So, there wasn't much to talk about in the library. The that was just was our way of was, getting, what's his name? He was caught with almost dying. The miss was that he didn't die. Okay, I, I like gotcha. Luke. Do you guys not I like, like Luke, Luke at all? I no, sure I should like his Luke. weapon, man. I think he's I do, funny. The weapon's his fine. His weapon is cool. I don't like Luke. I'm really, sorry. I like Luke. He's like lighthearted. Like, oh, you gotta let's go have, look at some you gotta music. have a little comedy in the he apocalypse. He's, he's a waste of character. Nah. Honestly, uh-huh. he's awesome. He led them into a bad place. Uh-huh. He's not a very good actor. Uh huh. He is a good actor. No, and and like, he uh, he's he's a good actor for one thing, like like uh-huh. being the guy that that lighthearted guy. Mm-hmm. That's yes. it. That uh-huh. is it. Uh huh. He's jovial. 
That's yeah, that's be... that's what he does. He's a yeah. character actor. A he plays that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. He was that's great fine. in um, what is it? Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts. That's that's yep. it. He was great in that. He's not working so well in this one. Ah. Sorry. Disagree Whatever. with you. Yep. Disagree too. I kind of like him. And now that Stu has been silenced, um, we will talk about my hit, <laughs> which, which was, I already stated, Father Gabriel taking the blade to Dante. <laughs> I just loved the fact that uh, that was one of the reactions. I was kind of like, yes, <laughs> yeah. when he did it. I was just like, okay, that's what I wanted to see. Uh-huh. Even that though I didn't awesome. know that's what I wanted to see, that was what I wanted to see. You know, and, uh, when, on the talking day at the end, they, they had like a little uh, survey about how many people were happy that that happened. Yeah. And it was like 99% right. to 1%. 1%. Chris Harding was like, who's that 1%? Yeah, and they were like making fun of the 1%. And I was like, you know, honestly, I kind of felt a little weird when I saw that. Why? It was like 99% of people wanted that guy dead. It was, I think it's more the fact that, that um, not Sadiq, sorry, that uh, Gabriel just kind of let him have it. Like, yeah. he just yeah. flew he just off unloaded. the handle. Yeah. Yeah. He just unloaded. And he really I, I, just, I mean, for me, it was a little, it was him. a little bittersweet because I really did like Dante's character. Yeah. And I didn't want him to be gone, but it, 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 it's the way I reacted to that scene. It caught me by surprise. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when it happened, I was just kind of like, yes, that makes sense. That's yeah. a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't, and, and I wasn't expecting it, and I wasn't looking for it. It wasn't yeah. like I was saying, oh, he needs to kill this guy. But it was a pretty raw scene because he kept yeah. stabbing him. Like, it oh, was pretty That's raw. because it was anger, man. It was yeah. all anger. It was fury. And that's what happens. It's a, it's a crime of passion. You know, yeah, if it's yeah. not a crime of passion, you're going to stab him one time and run off. I think no, none of us is... knows that that's what happens. Yes, it does. That's <laughs> why, if when you bring that up, that's why I think Dante was not wanting this to happen to Sadiq. Because he tells him, close mm-hmm. your eyes, close your eyes. When you kill somebody, from what I've read, if the eyes are open and you leave them open, it's like you, you're seeing into their soul. Mm-hmm. And if you if you close them, it's more of a personal thing. Like you don't want them to see you doing this, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. he has a feeling. He has feelings towards Sadiq. And I, and then you can see the opposite when Gabriel kills Dante, where he's like, "I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, asshole." Yeah, I mean it's yeah. pretty. And just wails on him. It's pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was very rough. But you know, it was rough. But it was the kind of roughness that. Um, felt genuine yeah whereas you know other things that they've done on there and so forth don't feel so genuine well i mean it's explosive it's explosive because it's not something within his normal character so he he had to explode with this emotion for it to even happen in the first place so he's he's following through with a lot more emotion on it i agree with Mm -hmm. that but the surprise to me was like that when you saw that thing on the Talking Dead, where so many people voted like, yeah, in the positive. That I was kind of like, I don't know if that's a good thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I understand what you're saying too, but like, yeah, just there's from a lot like of a, anger out there. From a humanity standpoint, it's right. like, wow. We I mean, because you know, we we didn't never really thought that Gabriel would do something like just that. Just remember, though, you always see the zipper on the monster's back. Oh yeah, I know. Everybody knows it's not real. If it's not real, it's easy to feel that. Lord, I hope so. Yes, yes, exactly. Unless you're in Texas. <laughs> so, Kim, what was your miss? Um, my miss is that there were the writers kind of screwed things up a little bit, um, mostly with the the cave scenes. It just mm-hmm. wasn't very believable to me that one Daryl would follow them in, and two, the way they fell into the hole just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. So. Oh, and then Michonne. Like, I, God, that is so stupid. I'm, like, really hung up on this Michonne thing, her going off by so you herself. So you have two misses, then. I do. I always do. I still, I don't think the Michonne thing's quite... I mean, it's an odd judgment call. It's yeah. an odd judgment call, like I said at the start, right. but I don't I don't necessarily think of it's it's, like, that outlandish. The, the thing going into the cave, I did feel like when they actually did fall, that someone mm-hmm. would be at the bottom showing them their photos. Exactly. Exactly. It was very. It was so cartoonish. That's what it was. Disney. World. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, do you, so, don't forget your photo. 
<laughs> yes. Please, please stop at the end. You get your photo, your family photo. Uh, yeah, I mean, right, exactly. I mean, you've got you've got uh, Alpha standing at the door, like, "Come on, guys, nothing yeah. scary here." Yeah, follow me. I'm like, oh Jesus, what's your miss? that? Oh, my miss. Yeah, miss. that's what we're doing. I think I think I had a lot of misses. I think my biggest miss was was Luke suggesting that they stop at the library. Yeah, okay. because yeah. it was like. It was like, why? Really? Why? I mean, where- especially after they've already seen the footprints. Yes, they've seen something that was a little eerie. That that that, and and they're already. I mean, it's it's fucking Walking Dead world, and right. and he makes that suggestion. Uh, well, let's just stop for a book. It's like, you know mm-hmm. what? That's just like set. That's Who- like teeing it up for a bad decision. Yeah. Yes. Who wants an ice cream? <laughs> let's go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, I agree with you. I thought that was pretty lame. Anything that's like you, where they have to stop for like something that's self-indulgent, yeah, you know, like the really mm-hmm. not after the always mission, ends bad. always ends up being a bad bad decision. But yeah, yeah, like a bag of candy, yes. like the movie poster that um, <laughs> right, the movie poster. We gotta <laughs> get the movie poster. wanted so badly, right. or no, it, yeah. was a, it was not in the movie poster. It was the light? Oh, the light, the light yeah, bulb, so they could actually have the movie. Right. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, never a good plan. And Scott, did uh, you have one? Uh, no, it, mine is definitely the uh, cliffhanger. I, I, not. I mean, the cliffhanger was goofy in itself. I just they they had really stirred up some great emotion right before that, with with them going through the woods and and I really thought maybe something was coming for Carol and Daryl the way they were yeah. they were teeing that one up, and only to turn around and have this. I was just kind of, oh really. Yeah. God, that's been done a thousand times. Yeah. I mean, that that's the old, I mean, seriously, that is the old running through the woods and getting caught in a net. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it, it's been done to death, for God's sakes. You had, you actually were doing a great job building up a, a lot of apprehension and worry about characters and stuff like that to have them go down a rabbit hole. It kind of reminded uh, me of like Friday the 13th-esque Type of scenario. Except not that sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I bet you we got a lot of comments. What do you say, Kim? All right. So, Emmeline Veltkamp said, It was a slower episode than I was expecting, but I really enjoyed it. I have so many things I want to say, but I'll narrow it down to two. Number one, Carol, I love you, but stop being stupid, she says in all caps. Number two, Kaylee Fleming deserves an award for her acting. The expression on her face when Michonne told the group about Sadiq's death broke my heart. There are adult actors that cannot express that much believable emotion. She is a really good actor. Mm -hmm. I like her a lot. She actually gets me excited about having kid actors on this show. She's the only one who gets me excited about having kid actors. I mean, the only one. Okay. And there's a lot Don't of people need against any of the other kid actors. A lot of people against show. kid actors for some reason. I oh, actually no. cannot stand kid actors. Really? Like yes. seriously? Seriously? Why? I really cannot. They're because this kid's the only one who can actually act. Aw, oh, they're she's they're almost like a gimmick. They're almost she's like a good. gimmick. She's good though. She's she is. No, that's what I'm saying. She yeah. is the exception to the rule. Can I say, I, I did enjoy the fact that, like, Michonne was kind of using her as her sounding board. Like, Michonne yeah. was, like, going back to her to try and figure out, is this the right decision? Should right. I go out she's, to the she's, she's done that several times with her now. Yeah, she and, has. And that's I good. agree. Because that's, that's giving Judith power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Empowering Judith. Speaking of Use power. Use the buzzword, Kim. Empowering Judith. Empowering. Speaking of power to women. Maureen Fairhurst. Hey, Mo! 517 said, Glad Dante's dead. Hoping uh, Gamma Mary can be trusted. Hope Negan Carol Michonne kills Alpha. I know our group will make it out alive from the cave. Nail-biting. Edge of your seat. Fantastic. MSF. If I could go higher than a 10, I would. Wow. 11? You can do All right, Maureen. Maureen's into the show. Definitely. 11, for sure. Adam B. Carlson at MN Viking Zombie, Minnesota Viking Zombie, I should say, said the backgrounds this season, especially on the scenes with the whispers, have seemed surreal and are just gorgeous. I wonder if they do that with Alpha and her people on purpose. 
I wonder. It's like a good and bad. Well, yeah, I mean, they do give it kind of like a dream. Well, they give it kind of like a dreamlike state. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's the forced perspective images and so forth yeah. that they're they're doing there. But uh, the problem I have with them is I still don't see any structures where they're living. I mean, I, I still don't understand how these people are actually. Well, they're not living, living in any structures. I yeah, mean, they're they they're don't, just bivouacking. <laughs> yeah, right. Which I mean. In itself is probably why they have to try and give some that sort people of people would die from exposure. Well, they have to give it some sort of of background to it, because otherwise you're just in the dark forest all the time. I mean, they they don't right. use light, and they're actually a, do do a lot of scenes that are when it's dark. Um, sure, these people don't have any light, so you still it's need to have some kind of shelter. I'm sorry, I mean you, you die of exposure if you don't. That's they can make. Lean-tos, though. Lean-tos are not enough of a structure to live year-round in. Sure. No, that's why they move south in the summer, in the winter. Don't you know what happened to the Donner Party, Kim? I do. They had lean-tos. They ate each other. It was snowing, and it was a totally different ecosystem. These people have oh, other people's skin sakes. to keep them warm. Oh, serenity now. That's an extra layer of skin. That's got to keep you mm-hmm. warm. I would imagine. Yeah. Especially because it's on your head. You lose, you lose the majority of your heat out of your head. Yeah. Beta's so it's like a hat. Some, he's doing pretty he's good. Losing the majority of something right now. Okay. Um, Jeff Blue Wave 2020 at New Jeff CT said it was a solid finale. Very intense opening and some excellent action interspersed throughout, but a bit disjointed at times, I felt. Maybe condense it to 60 minutes next time? Good acting from the guy playing Dante, and nice to see Carol and Daryl seemingly patch things up. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with Jeff on that. Um, and I, I know Stuart did because it was one of the first things Stuart said was that, you know, he thought it was a little long. Yeah. The episode. That's but what she said. That's what no. she said. No, she did not. Hmm. She just said that's a little. <laughs> Daniela Loya at uh, Librarian Walker said, Oh, well, that's fitting, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good finale. Dante brought the acting to a new level. Really enjoyed the anxiety, frustration, and suspense of the first half. Can't wait for the f- next half. Good. So you're so a librarian. That's really cool. Yeah, or did you yeah, change yeah. that? Were you the episode? one that attacked Luke, and why didn't you finish him off? <laughs> yeah. The one on the bottom. Yes. Oh. Bite his shin. Bite his shin. All right. Fan Mom at Fan Mom AF said... Solid episode. I love seeing more of Gabriel and Rosita's relationship. I've never quite understood how they hooked up, but when she leaned her head on his shoulder as they burned Dante's corpse, I felt the strength of their union. I'm a little mad at Carol, though, running after Alpha all willy-nilly and putting Daryl, Connie, Jerry in danger. I know there are others. I was just thinking, where, what, what about the rest of them? Uh, I know there are others, but those are my faves. Hard eyes emoji. Uh, going to be a long wait until February. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. Schrodinger's cat wrote a lot. A whole lot. Yes. But I'm going to pick a little bit of what she said. Uh, I haven't loved the last two episodes, but loved the mid-season finale. I think my neighbors were about to call 911 from me screaming during the Rosita Dante Coco in the bath. Tub zombified Sadiq scene. That was a mouthful. <laughs> that was one of the most horrifically stressful scenes in the show in years. Hashtag was, TWD. Was that all one Who word? Who names their yeah. kid Coco? In Paradox State, that is a long word. A long hyphenated word. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I totally agree with you because that was like a holy shit moment. Yeah, and Rosita yeah, was. killed it. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also agree with uh, with um, Schrodinger's uh, second comment there that says I also probably it was it's also probably the first time I have liked Father Gabriel. Never been a fan of him, but damn that way he went after Dante in the cell. I felt like I was every fiber of my soul. That's exactly how it was with me uh-huh. with Father Gabriel. Father, you know, I think we even talked about it. there's just like no chemistry between Father Gabriel and Rosita. Yeah. I, I, I've liked seeing Father Gabriel as a leader in the community, but outside of that, he's pretty two-dimensional. There's not a whole lot to him. I agree. But I, I do agree with, who was it? Um, was it Fan Mom or or Danielle who said that they, they really, uh, the this, this scene with, with Rosita putting her head on Father Gabriel's shoulder yeah. mm-hmm. was actually one of the first times I've seen actually look like chemistry between them. Right. 
But that was and more I, like a brother-sister hand-on-the-shoulder nah, type no, thing no, to me. No, no, that one didn't seem like it to me. No, I disagree. I thought that one felt more, more like uh, a little bit more like a soulmate type thing than, than brother-sister. Um, I feel like she should have been with Sadiq all along. Well, I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But I do think that the way he went off in this thing was kind of what his character needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, even early on in the episode when she's trying to talk to him about how she's stressed out about stuff, and he was like, he was completely right. he ignoring was dismissive. her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was very dismissive of it. Right. So He was yeah. in his own head. There was like that whole development between just that relationship yeah. and this that was kind yeah. of like a side story. Yeah. yeah. All right, so there's one more thing that Schrodinger's cat said that was actually pretty funny. And she said, only thing I would cut is Luke. So this one's for Stuart. I've said it before, but he's out of tune with the show, and he just does not work. He can, cannot be quiet for a second. He's always harping about music, getting caught because of violins, and now music sheet, and then screaming about Stranger, why he did that nonstop. Why he do that? Why he do that? His acting <laughs> is not great. <laughs> Stu, yes. did you write that one? I don't think I don't think this really is from Schrodinger's cat. I, I not, think Stuart I'm wrote not that comment. in a paradox state. I promise you. All right, all right. Well, I'm sorry. I disagree. I but agree. Actually, it is pretty damn funny though. You. We disagree. Did, to honestly, disagree. He's he's just the annoying kid that is mm-hmm. always grabbing after the stuff that is not important. Right. <laughs> but don't we kind of need that? We do. We need distractions every now and then. Uh, We need fun. No. We're trying to survive here, people. It's been like We're not surviving. We're watching TV. Let's have some fun in our lives. Okay. Now, I I, I will admit, I have no idea how that guy survived. No, not at all. Um, But I like the help of others. And and it's especially unbelievable when they're like the ones that are the one outside the gate. That that group with Luke and them are the ones that are protecting everybody. It's like these people don't really know how to survive. Other than I, like, listen, I agree. Ma- with you. Magna, mm-hmm. maybe Magna and whatever. That what's the other? And Hiroshima or whatever yes. her name was. Hiroshima. Oh my God, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, Stu, Hirohito. I agree with you. I I think they are. I, you know, it's funny. I Stu, I definitely agree with you because I think Luke is used better if he is kind of comic relief around the compound. Right. But right. putting him out there as the slayer that's, that's yes. hunting in the woods and all, you're right. No. It does not fit. When that he's like fit. when he's like the teacher guy, when he's the he's the one that has like something to, to give as far as like the music or, or narrative right. or you know, like mm-hmm. um, um, uh, intellectual side of things. Then right. that makes sense, but him being out there being the Slayer guy doesn't make any sense at all. Right, but I did. I didn't have a problem with him on this jaunt because we know he was going to see his girlfriend. Right, it's so cute. I, I mean, that's so that one. Did I he have a loot on this jaunt? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind Sorry. of loot. Okay, yeah, Scott doesn't look very happy now. <laughs> okay, so I'll leave that there. Next season, <laughs> The Walking Dead, second half of the season, returns on the 23rd, and we have no idea what to expect. Nope. We have a little bit of an idea. They played a preview. We don't know what to expect from Scott. That's for damn sure. Oh, God, I know. No doubt. So we'll have no a little bit of a break. Perhaps yes. we could do something in the middle of that break. Yeah, what do we got with uh, It Part 2? Is that out yet? I don't know. Oh, that's good, good answer. Watchmen. There's Watchmen's out there. There's a lots of there's tons of I, stuff. That's I, out there. I have watched the first two episodes of that Watchmen series. Yeah, mm-hmm. and fantastic. Okay, good. I was okay, gonna say good. you said it, but up. I don't have HBO, so I can't watch uh, the rest it of it. It is awesome. Oh, we've caught up. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> oh my it's god, very good. it's so good. Yeah, it is really it's good. Awesome. It is really good. Yeah, we, we we stayed in a hotel, and they had HBO, and I watched the first two episodes. I was like, holy crap, this is great. I'm going to have to wait two years. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I'm going to have to wait two years to see the rest. Have you gotten God Disney Plus yet? No. Stuart won't let us get it. No. No. Uh-uh. Because I'm, really I'm scared they're going to watch Frozen, like, nonstop. No, they won't, because they're over Frozen. We saw Frozen 2 in the theaters on Friday. Okay. Boring. I did not yeah. like it. Hey, uh, uh, Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, all of these. Really, you want to keep 
it, all it's doing is making us pay more. It's it's just making us pay more and more if we keep buying into this crap. I never thought about that. Well, look. I'm making a stand, people. They've got all the Star Wars movies, all the yes. Marvels, Watcher uh-huh. in the Woods from back in our day. Like, all the cool stuff from back yeah, in dude, our day. Dude, they can buy all they want. I am not buying a membership to that. I want but it you know, Kim, Here's the thing I don't understand is it seems like TNT has that. TBS no, they don't. has that. No, they don't. They play those movies all the time. What are you talking about? When was the last time you saw Watcher in the Woods? I don't know what Watcher in the Woods is. I don't know what it is either. Great movie with Betty Davis from Disney that played when we were kids after school. Mm, It was the best. Scared the shit out of me. I'm not sure if that's like a really needed title. Yeah. It was scary as hell, y'all. That was not stirring the needle here. Um, Oh my gosh, y'all are missing out. Give me something else. I, I, I will have to say that they obviously were not making enough money off their park fees to purchase all this stuff. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> what I'm listen, talking about is that they charge like way too damn much listen, to even go in the park. We would save money each month because our kids watch nothing but Marvel anymore. So how do yeah. you save money? Yes. Marvel's on all the time. No, because each Marvel movie is like between three and ten dollars. You know on what? Amazon. You know how I save money doing that? Don't let them watch it. That's just mean. That's how I save money. It's, you know, you want to watch something interesting? There's a creek out back. You can go watch the water flow through You're it. horrible. You, you're an asshole. <laughs> God. I'm glad you're not my dad. I know. Wait a minute, you are my dad. <laughs> it's, it's moving. It's moving. You, it's entertaining. You kids, go and, you kids go and pick up those leaves or go play in the woods. That's exactly what he does. I do. I make them go clean the leaves. In fact, when they're done with our yard, I say... There's neighbors' yards to clean. <laughs> he makes Stuart, them clean the old Stuart, man's yard next door. <laughs> Stuart, I I will literally take my lawnmower into my yard and mulch up all the leaves in the yard because I will never pick up another leave uh, again. In my oh, life. they want they want a rake or a blower. To, I'm like, no, you get a bucket. <laughs> pick those leaves up. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, it's gonna take a while. <laughs> oh, the rake's gonna—I mean, that's yeah. You talk about easy work there. You oh get a god. bucket and you get some leaves. I love dad, like, but man, that's that is still traumatic for my me. Yard we still is have, tiny. We still have we <laughs> we have neighbor kids who even get in on it. They they get excited oh, yeah. about it. In fact, it was actually the kids' idea to go to the neighbor's house. They didn't yeah. want to do our house. Oh it's my like, god! What the hell is so wrong funny. with my yard? I didn't, I didn't, I left about a quarter of my yard just natural back there just so I had a place to dump that shit. Mm. I wasn't bagging that up. Are you kidding me? We don't bag it either. We dump it over the ravine. Yeah. (laughs) That's even nicer. But the mailman couldn't even get to the post office box today because of all the leaves piled up in the mailbox. Enjoy it, mailman. Jackass. Nice. Nice. (laughs) All right. Anyways. Yeah, I like if, the mailman, actually. I, don't, I have nothing against mail the mailman. Mailwoman, actually, today. Yeah, that was, yeah I, I forgot that pile was right there. Yeah, you fucked up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Only had so much time. So write to us over the break. <laughs> Let us know if there's something that you guys want us to review, because I would like to do something. Okay. You can write to us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we are at fearmepodcast, and Facebook is facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening, and have a great Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday break. Enjoy it, everybody. Good night, everybody. You can't see me.